everyone, and welcome to the MTG Painful Truth Podcast, episode number 52. I'm Britt Wagner. Uh, joining me, as always, is Cole Kirkman. Cole, how are you? I'm good. Good. Also, returning uh, all-star guest, John Briggs is with us as well. Uh, we call him Jables. How are you doing, John? I am well. Awesome. So, uh, we're going to talk about the trios of it that was now seemingly a long time ago, but we'll talk about how that went and and our experience there. And we'll talk about the LEC Git uh, tournament that was won by uh, by Rhinos. We're going to talk about kind of the data and what that kind of tells us. But first, Cole, uh, why don't you tell us about our sponsor? Yeah, uh, as, always, as always, we were sponsored by Interlude if you need any gaming supplies or anything like that. Or just cool design stuff that might have your favorite anime characters or nice-looking women on it. Uh, we do have a code to give out to you, as always. The code you type into Interlude's website is NHG, that's all capitals, 2024 for 5% off at Interlude and any products. Awesome. Thanks, Cole. And uh, that will be in the show notes as well, the the code that you'll need to. I actually just realized I didn't have the website, so I'll put the website on the in the show notes as well it's just a, for just Interlude. A, just a really, like, just, just not have the website. I'm just, uh, good luck figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's spelled correctly, so you can Google, you can find it pretty quickly, pretty easily. Yeah, that's a unique can. name. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a little unique. Okay. So, so guys, we went to OKC, and we did not do, we did okay. I'll, I'll say we did I, okay. I don't think we did that bad. Like, to be, from, from rags to riches, I think, is how we kind of went. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It it was an enjoyable experience. What what did we play, uh, job? What do you settle on? Well, I was in the modern seat, so I've been kind of switching back and forth between Rhinos and Living In for the past little bit, and I settled on Living In for the trios tournament, thinking yeah. that it might have better. Uh, I don't know shock value, I guess. People probably weren't as ready for it as they were rhinos. Sure. So I, I thought it was a good take. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like I liked your your decision. I played. I was in the pioneer seat. It was pioneer modern legacy, and I played neoform track. So like I basically knew I I was. Uh, the only change was I was just afraid of uh, Azorius control a little bit. So I played third. A uh, copy of Kalissa Sunslayer, just as a some sort of card advantage, but it still has like application against like Igmatic Fires and other decks that would run like these Rest in Peace style cards or whatever. Um, so that yeah, so that was kind of that. I think like uh, well, I'll talk about the deck maybe a little bit later, but that's why I played Cole. Uh, you were between two, and you have a little backstory on on getting <laughs> what you needed to get going. So how'd that go? So I I had I think we talked about it last time. I had all of beans and I was desperately trying to get to my buddy to get uh the rest of goblins, but also because the mechanic in goblins and this isn't the mid range goblins, if anybody knows what legacy what we're talking about, they might think the eighth of goblins deck, this is not that at all. Uh goblins has become a very aggressive deck and there's a lot of people that consider it to be one of the best decks in the format. Um, and it runs the sticker mechanic, and holy shit, I was trying my hardest to get all the stickers, because I didn't know how they work. Like, I didn't know if I needed them in person, or what, or what have you, and there's ten specific sticker sheets that you use in goblins, it was a pain in the dick. 
when I finally got them, I spent 30 bucks, I got them. And I was like, you know what? I got the stickers. Fuck it. I like playing force check decks, and that's what Goblins is, so I'll play Goblins. And uh, we get there, and I have questions for the judge. I'm like, hey, you know, I have questions on how stickers work exactly, so on and so forth, and what do I need to do? And they were like, oh, you actually don't need the stickers in person. Because they're tokens. You could use anything. And I almost uh, killed myself. So <laughs> I I was yep. the only there person there that used actual stickers. I didn't peel them off or anything. I had them double sleeve. John, uh, awesomely enough, made these little cutouts uh, of the, the exact words that uh, you would use for the stickers. Like the ones I would pick. So I could put it on the goblin. Uh, but goblins is what I took. I'm incredibly happy with that decision. I felt great. There's more legacy events coming up. I definitely think I'm going to run goblins back at them if I go play. The deck just felt really good. I definitely see why people think it's the best deck in legacy. There were just a lot of games I played where I was like, I'm going to do this thing. And if my opponent doesn't interact with it meaningfully, they're, they're dead. Um, I also, it was the first time uh, really ever that I've gotten cursed out the most playing a deck in legacy. People did not like the sticker mechanic. No, I did. I didn't know that actually. Yes, John got the witness some of it. Yeah, I yeah, saw people, a little bit. Yeah, people <laughs> either cursed at me or shoved the stickers out of the way. Like people, people did not enjoy the sticker, and it's a pregame thing too. So, like the second I would be like, "All right, I have a pregame action," and I start shuffling my sticker deck, they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And they, I, I'd explain it to them, and they're like, "Oh, fuck this!" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know that. Did Did you see anyone else playing stickers, or at least having a sticker deck? No, I think I was. I might have been the only one in the room that I really know of. Because everyone else I saw was like, oh, shit. "Yeah," because because we learned that you can bluff a sticker uh, card by having a sticker deck. I, yes, that would that surprised me, but yeah, this well, was. I also awesome. learned that you have to do a deck list for the two. Yep. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what Austin was telling us, that if I played this at a more competitive event, I have to register the sticker sheet that I'm using. Yeah. That's crazy. Which makes sense, because that's what I was saying, because if I ever played against it, I would make them show me, like, what stickers they... Because you have to reveal it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that... I'm surprised people were so bitter about the stickers stuff. But... Oh, I mean, people were... very Not anybody I played against had fun. Yeah, they just kind of, like, a lot of people were just kind of acting like it was, like, the most annoying thing they've ever seen or had to play against. And, like, it's not it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, yeah, it seemed like when, well, after we got clarification from Judge, it was, like, kind of a, the judges would be very forgiving and they were just like, yeah, as long as you, like, do your stuff and, like, they told you to even actually need the tokens and stuff like I, that. I, I like, definitely think I might have been the only sticker person because the judges were around me a lot. But they might have also been around me because of the people cursing at me and stuff. The violent nature of these legacy players in Oklahoma, I guess. Yeah, well, but. and it's weird because, like, when we played Reanimator last time, like, when I did, you know, usually that's kind of a deck that gets you a lot of ire because people get really upset. By, that's know, what they think, yeah. Girl. So I never had that problem because people kind of were like, <laughs> oh, this is just the Oh, format. shucks, you got me. Yeah, yeah. This, is just, this is just legacy. Oh, man, when you, like, bring up stickers, holy fuck. Like, man, people just did not have fun. Right. And it's so funny, too, because, like, the the card that really 
I think set people off the most was Bombardiers. That card's fucked up. Yeah, this is a really, really good card. Broadside is not a fair card. Man, it sounds like this reminds me of uh, on Community. I had to look up the, the exact quotes. Like, I could excuse racism by draw a line of animal cruelty or something like that. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. that's the legacy players, I guess. I don't know. I guess we could just jump right into it. Uh, Cole, how did your round one go? It, 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 if it's not interesting, we can just kind of like. I mean, it's not it that interesting. It, it was, it was not. I don't yeah. know if that, their team did well. Uh, um, oh, did they? I know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they were up at the, John brought it up. They were up at the top tables after us, but, um, okay. their legacy guy, I, I'm not gonna speak too much about it. I don't know if he's like some dude they handed a deck to, but he was on model red burn. Oh, sure. And, mm. My deck's just way fucking faster, so I 2-0'd him, like, really fast. Okay. And Goblins gets to play Mainboard Chalice. So, like, game one, I put, like, Sticker Goblin into, like, a billion mana. And then, like, just played a whole bunch of shit. Uh, And then, um, game two, I chaliced on one, and he was like, oh. And he showed me his hand. It was, like, three bolts and two Swiss Spears. And I was like, yeah, sorry. You <laughs> Nice. So my, uh, I'll, I'll go over my game next because I think, uh, I think my game ended before yours, John. Um, not that it really yeah. matters. The I played against Rakdos mid range in the Pioneer Sea and went to game three. Like game one, I just had I had Splinter Twin. I had a track set. He didn't have an answer. Game two, he uh, actually that's not even true. I beat him with just creatures with non attracts a tree. Creatures and he never stopped Tassiger or Jagantha. Uh Game three, I keep a risky one lander that Cole kind of scolded me for it later, and I wish I would have put it back. The hand was good. It was a one land hand with uh, otherworldly gaze, and they had the they had a, they had discard like basically every turn, and they smartly took the otherworldly gaze, and I drew my second land just way too late and uh, just lost kind of it was kind of unfortunate because I was like I, I know I'm going to get thoughty so I was like I kind of just want to keep a good functional hand and um, but I, I kind of was basically just calling him like hey you don't have the thoughties and he abused that and never because just kind of got buried uh, I think it was still close but it just it that that lot that exact line could happen a, enough of the time where maybe I should I should consider it more. But anyway, I, so I, so it's Cole took down his seat. Then it was me, John. How did your round one go? Yeah, I played against Murktide, which is you know pretty standard modern fare. But uh, uh, we we also had three games, and I don't know, they're all pretty standard. Me not. Not having enough interaction, and because uh, you know, living in does suffer a little bit in that department compared to rhinos or yeah. you know other blue decks. But um, yeah, like game, I don't even remember what happened. But post post sideboard games, he just had all the hate. He had you know, uh, Magus and Chalice and. Uh, Hirsch as well and I was not equipped my hand, my hands were not equipped for those uh, hate pieces when I just didn't get there did, did you also mulligan really low like you were forced to yeah that's to? right 
Yeah, I I think I multi five twice in uh, those three games. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, that was really bad. I think I was like, you know, not like you're a better living in player than me, but it's just like those those hands were very like very bad, like zero yeah. enders or yeah, something they like were, that. They were snap mulligans, right, <laughs> right. Um, so that's how we started round one. Unfortunately, on the on the bad side of it, we cut to round two, and uh. Cole, how did how did that go for you? Uh, this was this uh, one of the themes of this uh, of this tournament is going to be Cole sounds like a disappointed dad. Um, like I played against um, uh, Seth Lid Breakfast, so it's another combo deck and Legacy, a, a fairly popular one with blue and white. Game one, I just absolutely rothle him. It's not even close. Game two, he finds the combo. My deck can't really interact. And then game three, we're both kind of two boats sailing in the night. He finds his combo off two ponders. And I mean, that's just kind of how that went. Like, that's kind of how that matchup goes for goblins. We're, we're both just super non-interactive with each other. But he sure, plays, yeah. he plays like prismatic ending and shit. Yeah. And then, uh, my game, my game was actually really quick too. Uh, I win two very convincing games against. I, I don't even remember. It it was some sort of combo deck with Lotus Cobra that fed into um I had the uh Song of Creation it as well. Uh so basically you wanted to put lands into play and stuff like that, but man, that just very easy matchup just to have just one mana negates, basically, and thought seizes and you know, made his card just really poopy. So I win my two games pretty quickly. Uh and we'll John, we'll cut right back to you for the deciding game. How did that go? Yeah, that was great. That was um that was the Etron match, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um game one was so disappointing. I I had the fullest graveyard you could have and against he um were not not top tier player <laughs> okay. on Etron. And, uh, like, he he wasn't uh, fetching his uh, relics of Progenitus uh, with his sagas uh, against the obvious... Like, he knew what I was on as soon as I cycled something. And, like, like I don't know, he might not have played them in the deck. Uh, I, I can't imagine why not, but... Uh, like, he wasn't fetching those out, like, immediately, and he wasn't, um, well, the other thing is that he tried to get a, uh, um, a Chalice of the Void off of his Saga trigger, which you cannot do, and I promptly told him that, and he's like, oh, okay, and he went and got uh, a map, his, like, third or fourth expedition map. And uh, I just, I just never drew Cascade. Yeah, just never had a single Cascade spell. Uh, the game would have been over really quick if I had. And uh, game two, I won uh, fairly quickly. And uh, then game three happened. And I think you might have some input on game three, Brent. I was a part of it, yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh the so the second game he uh he goes turn 
turn one, Chalice of the Void, and I force it, and then he goes Chalice of the Void again, because, you know, they play four, main deck, obviously. Um, No big deal. We get through it, and whatever. And then game three, uh, I get a, a pretty good hand. It's pretty resilient. Um, I have uh, Force and blue, a blue card, as as long as well as a uh, Foundation Breaker. So I'm. Well, you didn't have that yet. I didn't have the Foundation Breaker yet. No, no you cycled he, into it. Yeah, you cycled it. Which okay, which is kind of anyway. Well, part that's, of the that's story. even more bad. <laughs> no, it's no, that it's, it's it's bad. It's fine. Right. So he goes turn one, Chalice of the Void. Um, I I think I had force and subtlety in hand. You 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 cycled. You had force. Uh, you did. Yeah. You had the blue. Yeah, you had that. But I was like, let's cycle for a maybe like a better pitch card than the um subtlety. There was, 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 was those fakes. It was it was. Yeah, I thought, the, it, was the, I thought it was the curator. No, the or no, yeah, the curator. But the card you cycled was the blue black. Yeah. Sure. No, 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 no. So he Wait, cycled. No. He cycled Street Wraith. This was he was on the draw. It turned turn one chalice. He cycled Street Wraith. And because where I was like, well, let's cycle anyway, because maybe we'll find a better card to throw away. Like if we had architects or something, we'd probably rather keep that or throw that away or something. Or yeah. another force or something. You know, whatever. He gets the foundation breaker. I was like, oh, okay, so now we don't mistake like I I did not get a word in here. I was like, oh, so now we don't care about that. And his right. land, the land he played was Eldrazi Temple. Yeah, which... we he didn't care about the chalice because we had an answer to it right away. That, that was my logic. Yeah, so um, normally I probably would have at least gone for the forcing the chalice of the void. Um, but Brant advised me not to. And then we go to uh, his turn to... So that that was his turn one. I play a land and pass, and then we go to his turn two, and he plays an Eldrazi Temple, and then plays a Thought Not Seer, and takes my Foundation Breaker. It's gone forever, yeah. and I proceed to find zero answers to Chalice of the Void for the rest of the game, and that's how we lost round two. I I, I feel. Uh, y'all, y'all know. I f- I felt pretty bad about like I felt like I was a big part of that loss when you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks. No, because uh, you know it's in hindsight, it's, it's so much easier to see the mistakes like like this. And I was just like, oh, we can, we have the answer. So the force could be for the Karn, or it could be for you know the next thing. Um, but it did did shake out, and the thought not right. took it. Yeah, I mean. I, having played Etron quite a bit, the uh, turn two thought not seer does not happen hardly ever. So like that is a really rare line, and I don't know. I I think it, it had to be that right. <laughs> it had to be the yeah. It had to be that yeah. So I don't know. I think it was it was a fine play to not. Uh, well, to hold the force later, I, it is, you know, we, we had the foundation breaker, we had the answer, and then it was mysteriously stolen from us <laughs> by the, the rare line of turn two thought dots here. Right. But, 
that being that also being the deciding game of our whole round maybe it, we should have been a little more it, cautious it, it makes it heavier that it's like it's a team tournament to that i kind of advised that play and also with this tournament it was our second loss which we we right. desperately did, didn't did want to get to two losses and yeah. you know we just start oh two we we were just a little bit miserable after that loss we were like we were going like I think Cole was like what do we want to do and yeah. I was like I was like I I kind of wanted I I wanted to play John I think you wanted to play also mm-hmm. um even though we were, I was like hey you know what we don't know like if we just win three yeah who knows what happens yeah and we we drove all the way to Oklahoma and it was it was ten degrees out and it was snowing yes okay just kind of it was. <laughs> It snowed it, a it little. It literally was snowing. It, it was, was snowing. like a it was like a flurry. It was not like snow. a snow flurry. Yeah. Oh my god! Y'all act like you fucking <laughs> a, a flurry of snow. It was freezing out there. It it was so cold. It was cold. Cold. But anyway, anyway, but we decided to 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 keep playing. Keep playing. Yeah. Soldier on. So, uh, Cole. Oh, so we get paired against uh, one of my Wichita, Kansas buddies, John Radcliffe. And it was kind of encouraging to see him sucking it up too, because we got paired against him. So we kind of joked about that. Uh, but anyway, Cole, how did your match go on the on the far end of the table? I played against Death Shadow, and it just wasn't even fun. No, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, not, not much to talk about. Like that's fine. Yeah, I I put goblins in the play. He just yeah, I think uh, my game was also pretty pretty quick as well. I. Uh, I played against Lotus Field. I knew. I knew. We talked earlier. I was like, we knew each other, what each other were on, and I just won both games. The second game, he had Dragonlord uh, Dromoka. I was like, oh, okay, fine. But I kind of already took away his hand. He was top decking, and he kind of needed a bloody miracle to get out of it. And then he, I had a founding a third path to kill it, and then just attack for super lethal. And at I, John, I think your game was still in progress at that time, so I don't know yeah, if you actually... I, I looked over for a brief three. second. Yeah, I looked over and I saw the Dromoka and I was like, I forget what that card does, but it doesn't look good. Yeah. And I, I was I was surprised that you won. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the problem was, he, you know, he needs a lot of uh, engine pieces and he had nothing left in hand, but he had a good card on the table to print my attacks. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I, I think I was surprised that um, the game was over... Like, because I looked over, saw the Dromoka, and went back to like sideboarding or whatever I was doing, and uh, and then like two seconds later, the, you were packing it up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that must have been not a problem at all. Yeah, I had the uh, it was I had the go for the throw already in the in the graveyard, so I was yeah. like, I just flashed it back and had lethal attacks. Yeah, what was your game? Um, uh, I, I, I guess I didn't complete, but they were like just shuffling up to game three. Okay. Yeah, I was playing against Murktide again. I struggle to remember what all happens in these Murktide games because they're all just so similar. It's like you play a red one drop and then you counter something. Well, they don't counter anything for me for a while, but they play red one drops and put stuff in their yard and I just kind of do my thing. And hope to draw a Cascade plus Force back up. Yeah. Um, which I believe I did one of those games. Yeah, game two you did. Um, 
in our the later games, the post cyborg games, I I I don't think I cyborg correctly round one versus that Merktide, but I did a lot better this time. Oh, bringing in a lot of uh, a lot more of my artifact enchantment hate. Um, and they, you know, they played, they had the hearse, they had, um, what else they have? I don't think they played Blood Moon on me. No, they played Magus. They had Magus, um, which I had my dismembers for. Um, yeah, but they had all the eight and I actually had answers for it this time around. So I got there in the end. I, I can't remember anything like interesting happening really now y'all were like just starting game three whenever we were like oh we're done yeah oh right yeah because he asked you if you wanted to keep playing right and i was like no but he kind of wanted to for some reason i but i I never play those uh, irrelevant games i'm just like no we're we're done (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i never get asked if i wanted to play for fun no in our on my side of the table, anytime I beat my opponent, it, it, no one ever asked if I wanted to have fun. Or I wanted to <laughs> wanted to play for funsies. They were like, yeah, fuck you. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's because you had a sticker deck. Uh, apparently. Right. The, yeah, you should know better, Cole. Yeah. No <laughs> one no one likes sticker decks. Okay, so we got our we got our first win, finally. Uh, go So go to round four. Cole, how, what was your match uh, in that, uh, I guess, matchup? I smoked the shit out of it, but I also got really lucky. So, game one, all my opponent does is, like, fetch for underground sea ponder, fetch for bayou, fetch for trop, and then die. And I'm like, huh. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm playing against. So I'm like, well, maybe it's beans, and it's just, it just had a really bad and Whatever. Because I, I even played weird, because, uh... Uh... Or no, that was game two. So yeah, so we're sideboarding, and I'm like, okay, you know, I'll bring in the mood effects and shit, and just sideboard light, because this match is pretty easy. I'm like, alright, so then game two, I do this really weird Cavern of Souls play, because I'm like, I don't want my Rabble Master to get forced. So I do this really shitty, like, not turn one, or like, turn one, but I do it with Cavern, instead of like, Ancient Two Chrome Box. Mm. I'm like, Cavern, Simian Spear Guy, Chromebox, Rabble. Uh, and he's like, yeah, so he's pondering and brainstorming, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, you know, please don't play Murktide or something. And then he goes, okay. And he goes, Lotus Petal. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I fucked up. I'm like, this is Storm. And he had a, <laughs> he had a gorgeous deck. And he goes, he's like, yeah, so he pulls out of the storm tokens out of his uh, bag, and I'm like, "Shit!" That's that's <laughs> that's when you know it's gonna get scary. I'm like, yeah. "Oh man!" I'm like, "Fuck!" I didn't like sideboard for storm. I'm like, okay, and he starts storming off, but he can only get to storm count nine to eighteen me mm-hmm. with tendrils. So I live at two. And I didn't play the Age of Tomb, like I said, I'll turn one, which would have killed me there. So I'm like, oh, fuck. So I have like a Rabble Master and some other idiots. And I just, after that, because he's hellbent, I just hit him for like four turns straight with a Rabble Master. And wow. that motherfucker does 
God, this is a bad death. There's a point in like the last turn because he, I mean, I, he gained like 18 life off of Thendril, uh, so he's at like 30 something. But there was a point in like one of the last turns I finally drew enough mana to just Muxus. And I like Muxus into two haste or in the haste lord, sticker goblin, matron, and other shit. And I was like, oh. And I was like, I'm going to go to combat. And he's like, I think I'm just dead, right? I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, let me do the math. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm dead. And I was like, okay, go. Very, <laughs> very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked over and I saw all of his storm tokens. I'm like, oh, Cole's dead. Yeah, I yeah. did not. I figured with the tokens are out that you're dead. Like, Yeah, I do. was very lucky Any that format. He, he was he was one short. Because he, yeah. he went for the Beseech the Mirror, but he needed one more bargain. Yeah, I mean, I just I just assumed you were dead and I the pressure was on me again. Nope, <laughs> yeah. I, I raffled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in my game, I played three games against Igmatic Fires, Yorian, and game three, I think I thought sees him, and he has like three Chains of the Rocks and uh, like Rest in Peace. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna take forever, and it, like that's just a really good hand. And uh, just to be quick, I, I lose. I, I I do take a game, but I can't get around all the. I, I'm chained too hard with all my creatures, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. Fair, any... I was I was impressed you won a game against that matchup. That matchup sucks. It it does it does suck. It's somewhat winnable, but it's tough. I was not happy to see Yori. I was like, okay, it's either control, which I'm like maybe okay. Fires, I'm like less okay. And it was fires. I I think I would much rather play control because I think it's just a slightly better matchup. But anyway, oh, um, it, it, infinitely, I'd imagine. So, Jables, you were in the middle seat. Uh, I think you were against Amy the Titan this round. Yeah, speaking of good matchups, that's a, that's a good matchup for me. Yeah. I, I did lose game one, though. Yeah, I, like, looked away for a minute, and you were dead, and I was like, what? Or I was actually, like, actually, I won game one. I lost game two. No, it was two game two, yeah. Because they, I, I had them dead on board, and then he top-decked Titan and killed me. That's right, yeah. He, he was completely hellbent, and then he... Uh, like the only thing that saved him there was literally Titan, and he drew it. <laughs> it killed me. Yeah, and that guy, he also uh, insulted me to my face. That was fun. I forgot about that. He did. He did and, do that. Uh, felt kind of nice to beat him after he did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because game game three it was just um, so I had all the foundation breakers, and he just kept playing Urza Saga, and it was it was a good time. Yeah. Well, and we well there was a stress me the fuck out more than yeah. anyone else because, <laughs> like I said, disappointed dad Cole goddamn day. I'm like looking over, and I'm like, all right, he has like three amulets out or something. It's like basically anything kills John here, right? And John draws for turn. He draws a Besaju, and him and Brent are like, ah, <laughs> man, uh, we're yeah, this we're isn't, he yeah, this is useless. He's got three amulets. Yeah, and his opponent has no lands on the battlefield. And John's like, "Yeah, man, this doesn't do anything." And Brent's like, I'll "Yeah, just play it as a land." Yeah, Brent's like, "Yeah, no. I, I fucking slam my hand on the table." I'm like, "No, fucking stop." <laughs> I'm surprised I like didn't even like. I guess I haven't been uh, burned by that card too much. Like, it was surprising I didn't catch it. And as soon to, as he played fair, his bounce land to make six mana, we told him to stop in response to the first trigger, and he died. Yeah, he yep. he did do a shortcut really fast. He's like, land six mana. 
We're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Every, all three of us were like, no, stop. Yeah, I looked him dead in the eyes. I was like, no, you quit. I was like, we have a response to the first trigger. Yeah. 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 That's, I don't know. That's how it usually goes. To be, to be fair, I, I think I would have figured it out if it were a regular game. And I, cause I, I usually take a little bit of time and to figure out what my options are. I mean, that, I will always admit that one is a weird one. Yeah. Because, you know, when they have three amulets and shit, it feels like you, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's often... I, mean, I don't know, it, it is kind of often where they just don't have any lands in play. Well, they, like, they, they usually don't absolutely have zero all lands. Yeah. Well, as I was going to say, usually they don't have, like, that all-in start like he did. Yeah. They don't usually have that, like, zero lands on the battlefield already into, like, all right, hoping I'm going for it kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think like what was like he made a gardens and amulet too and stuff like that and yeah yes. he just like did it have plants in play yeah. yeah and his I think you said sagas also were popping off too so the that land gets sacrificed yeah that that was um it was game two that I was foundation breakering all of his sagas yeah gotcha very nice so two and two we go to round five Cole I think you uh, I think maybe every match you finish first or maybe. Uh, not all of them, but yeah. How did that last round go for you? Well, this was where we realized we might have had a chance because we yeah. got the pair up. Yes, they had seven match points and we had six, so there were two one and one to our yes. two. Yeah, so this is where I was starting to think, man, maybe there's a chance in hell that we actually get in. So I get paired against Burn again, and this opponent was viscerally angry the whole yes. time. John even made like comments about it because this dude was just. Not not happy about <laughs> anything. Like I put the stickers out. He already looks at his teammates. He's like, "Oh, I guess I'm fucking dead." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Um. So he's on burn. I beat him game one pretty fast, and then game two, he kind of just gets over on me with uh with speed, and I'm like, ah, like damn it. And then game three, he brought in bridge. And he managed to get it. And I thought about bringing in Trash Master, but I didn't. So I was like, oh, I don't need this. So I lost to it in Snaring Bridge. Bummer. Yeah. Not, not, not the highest highlight of my life. Oh, and before this round, we where we were chatting with Austin, and he's like, oh, we played them earlier. And uh, and I asked him, like, do you remember what they were on? Not expecting an answer. He was like, oh, yeah. Uh, burn. Blue black scam and Amalia combo. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I was like, perfect. Thank you so much. Because uh, Austin's a real one. I love yeah. Austin. Yeah, 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 same. I mean, I didn't believe him because I was like, blue black scam. What's uh, that it, even? Yeah, t- to be fair, I did do that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, all right. It's like maybe blue black control. I don't know why I said scam, but anyway. Um, but John, uh, no, it, it was blue black scam. You were, it was, it was. Uh, so John, how did that go? Because I my game was the longer game. Yeah, we'll round. talk about yours after that. Um, but yeah, uh, Cole said, you know, his opponent was kind of snarky the whole time and his teammate, my opponent in the modern seed was a really nice guy. I loved your opponent. I talked to him a little bit. He was cool. Yeah. yeah he was really cool. He was, he was a nice guy and he, he was playing blueback scam and, uh, you know, Dothy Voidwalker is a really bad card for living in. And Bowmaster. It, yeah, Bowmaster sucks too. Luckily, there are some some cards that don't trigger it, like uh, Waker of Waves and that kind of thing. Yeah, but um, 
I mean, usually I just have to take, I have to take it because I am looking for something if I'm cycling. But, um, you know, our, our games were pretty fine. I, I think I beat them in two. No, you beat them in three because game three was looking a little rough. It was dire. Yes, because that was when I was telling you you had to floor it. Right. Because he had a bowmaster. Like, I think he scammed you or something. It was, um, I can't remember. One of our, I think it was game three. Uh, I started out with Leyline of the Void in play because I can't have a Dothy Voidwalker in the graveyard and trying to living end because that doesn't work. Uh, so I started out with Leyline in play. And I'm I'm thinking, like, yes, this is really good. Their scam doesn't work anymore. They'll get one grief trigger, and that's it. And uh, he goes, I think it was turn two or turn three, he goes scam grief. Or he goes evoke grief. Yeah, and then scam with with a blue uh, flicker card that does not interact with the graveyard at all. Uh, I about lost my shit, too, because John John was like, yeah, I, I got this. Like, we're going to be good. And I was like, I was like, no, you're <laughs> blue. And lo and behold, fucking. Yeah. Card I've never seen before. I still don't know what it's called, but. It's like Essence. It's something. Essence. Essence something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's a one made up blue instant. It's only for this deck. Essence I've never flux. seen yes. anywhere else. Essence flux. Yeah. 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 You get the point. Uh, I don't even remember how I won that game. I You basically. Had like four or five things in your graveyard because you got to one at some point. Because I was telling you, I was like, "Hey, there's a bowmaster, but we have to floor it." Right. And then you drew the cascade, and he had one card in hand, and I was like, "Just, just do it on his upkeep." Right. And yeah, then you you did it on his upkeep. We flipped the board, and then we had to just hope he didn't draw literally anything. Yeah. And he and he did. Yeah, he, I didn't he realize did. it was that close. It, yeah, was it was so it was close. close. <laughs> he, he seemed he pretty missed, disappointed. He, he missed a bowmaster trigger too. Yeah, he did. And um, then we were like, "Oh, that, that wasn't lethal though." When when he did that, no, because you were at two. No, you're at two. You weren't at one. You were at two. Right. I would have been at one. Yes, you oh, okay. would have been at one. Uh, and we had we had a judge call. Um, I think the dude that you played against called the judge for that. Yeah. Um, and the judge asked me, uh, "Would you like to put that trigger on the stack?" I was like, no, <laughs> no, thank. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, and and then we went to Brent's wonderful match. Ugh. Yeah, so I had a two minute extension because my my specific opponent was I think he was like you know he was away or something. So judge gave us two extra minutes, and apparently, like I that was probably necessary. needed it. Yes. Uh, Game one, I I just win because I have combo um, and did nothing interesting. Game two, he basically has his combo and like Amalia and you know all all that shit. And I was like, I, I I'm not gonna draw out of this. Yeah, I talked about like this matchup before. How like it's pretty pretty decent for 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 my side. Uh, cut to game three. He has uh, it takes a while, but I eventually neoform and. Uh, find like you know a pile of good cards and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm, I'm down to my last Atraxa, which I vaguely remember. But I remember like a Neoform in that pile. I was like, nope, that's a dead card. 
I took like Whale of the Forgotten, I'm sure. And then I start start pummeling him, but he's at like 20, north of 20 life because of the uh, just life gain triggers from creatures and stuff like that. So, um, he, like, I'm attacking him. He makes Voice of the Blessed. That's like the sixth or the it's a white, two mana, white, two, one, two. one. That when you gain life, it gets a counter and then it gains keywords, whatever it gets big. Right, right. But he, he chumps with it uh, one turn and his ground is way too too flooded with creatures and i'm and i see the clock and the clock is going pretty um we're pretty low on time so i'm like like there was a turn cole you're kind of kind of watching me also during this and and john you too and like (laughs) one turn i forget to play tassiger uh but it it did not matter like admittedly it it, he wasn't attacking because i had just the tracks as a blocker and Mm -hmm. uh and the the tasker activations would have been just like actually bad because I could have done that, but it's like he was admittedly playing a little slow, and I need all the time we can get. So I actually was kind of he benefited. was playing very slow, actually. Yes, yes, and this is coming from me and John. So he he's that, that was yeah, yeah, because like my match finished, and y'all had seven and a half minutes on clock, and Cole was jumping out of his seat, freaking out about the the time <laughs> yeah so i leaned over to you and i'm like there's seven minutes on the clock i'm glad Which, you did because you just like and like yeah, after, after that you you started playing like ultra fast like right. doing everything as fast as possible and if you didn't do that you would have lost the, the you have time lost out. the game timed out yeah whatever yeah get, cut to the, the the round before i have lethal because I'm, I'm swinging the air he has no no aerial blocker so he's at you know eight or less life or whatever I'm like, okay, pretty good shape. And Cole is like, I'm not screaming, but like inside he's screaming because I have a founding the third path. And I'm reading this as, oh, if he plays a flying blocker, I have a removal spell. But he had a wild growth walker in play and I had I had removal in the graveyard. And he's like, no, just do it now because if he draws a Malia, he'll combo off and he can't win. I was like, oh, yeah, of, co- of course. Like, no, 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 no. That is not a simple... I'm shortcutting the story a little bit to to preserve my dignity. You cannot. So I'm (laughs) telling him to do this, and he's looking back at me, he's like, but what if he draws a collective company? And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck do you mean if he draws a collective company? I'm like, the problem we have in front of us is he has a wild growth walker, and if he draws an Amalia, then he's just going to win the game. Or not win the game, but stall out long enough that, like, it doesn't matter. We'll draw. And I'm like, kill this fucking thing. So that his percentages of drawing anything relevant is like zero. And Brett's yeah. like, well, I mean, but like, what does he has instant speed? And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Let's like, just <laughs> kill it. Yeah. Finally, so, Brett kills that fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, it, 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 you know, you were absolutely right because like he, he needed to Coco into combo like out, uh, but he if I left that alive, like, then he, Amalia and Cord are live cards. So, we cut out his his deck from good cards. We removed a lot of good cards. So you're right, and and I should have been weary. But I was more thinking like, oh, what if he plays like the voice of the blessing and gain enough life to block? I was like, I want this as a removal spell for the next turn because I could like that was kind of all that was. And you're right. You're like you're absolutely right. I should have skilled it. That's why. And I think I may have had another combat turn uh, had he had a block available to him. You did, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's fine. 
but that's yeah. So we ended three two. So we we did redeem ourselves, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, we're the only three two team to not top eight. Uh, yep. which ninth place. Makes sense. Yeah, ninth place. Every other three two was above us and made top eight or better. So that was kind of a bummer, but it was kind of, you know, we kind of redeemed ourselves in a way because we yeah. went, we got some some wins and, you know, and all of us, I think individually went 3-2 and mm-hmm. like we all got bailed out by the other two guys in all of our wins, I th- I think. Yes. So it was, that, that was kind of nice that, um you know, it wasn't like last year where Cole just like, ha- like just dominated, but, you know, we could get enough wins for him. So that was really nice. Uh, and then we had pretty good food. I forgot where we went, but it was it was a nice little restaurant. John, what was the name it of the was, place? S and B Burgers. S and B's. Yeah, that place was delicious. I want to go back it so was, bad. It was great. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I think we'd run that back too if we if we go back up there. <laughs> definitely, yep. I will definitely run that back. Yep. Awesome. So that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, any other final thoughts? Oh, I want to play more Legacy. Yeah. I want to play more Modern. Hey, good luck. You're on the same. Yeah, the same boat as me currently. Shit. Well, I, well, at least, well, at least you have modern. Like pioneers is was really hard to find locally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to play modern. You know, events. Yeah. Competitively. Yeah. Standard season is uh. I mean, I guess I'll go way. over my shit then real quick. So I did a standard RCQ, and boy, howdy, was that fucking boring. That <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it, I've talked to people a little bit about it. You know, usually like I'll play like modern or something. And I'll lose. I'll be like, man, that was like, it felt unfair. Or, you know, they did something or maybe like, like my draws were bad. Like I went 2-2 at this RCQ. I probably might have still been okay for top eight, but I, that was just the most boring magic I think I've ever played. <laughs> like my losses weren't like crazy. Like I lost to Domain and he just had the nut. And I lost to Sloger because game three, I kept a really good two-lander opener. And then just never drew a third lamp. And then he just did the thing. But even my two wins, I was like, eh. Like, I was like, this is just yeah. not a, a very entertaining format. And, I, and I'm not trying to say that, like, standard is in a bad spot. I think it's fine. And I think if you enjoy, like, mid-range hell, like, if that's kind of what you would like. And, I mean, there are people that I know that, like, love mid-range mirrors. Like, that's their shit. They love it. I, I feel like standard a lot of the time is... Like the pseudo mid rangey kind of. I mean, that's what standard's supposed format. to be. It's like this yeah. fair format. Like, and there's a lot of people that really bitch about domain that are like, and to be fair, Mike, the guy I lost to on domain, Sam, I've known him for a little bit. He just got back into magic, and that dude literally was just handed domain. He had zero idea what the deck did, and he crushed me. Like, yeah. it wasn't even close. He game two, he went cavern on angel into kicker ranger, kicker ranger, kicker. Kicker, Angel, Kicker, Angel, Kicker, Angel. Wow. And I, I lost. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Um, But yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't think the format's bad. I just, it's just not for me. Like, I, I do like unfair formats, even when I lose and it feels unfair. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Standard's in a fine spot. If you want to play standard, play standard. I think you'll enjoy it if you like that kind of stuff. Otherwise, I just, I just didn't like it. Cool. Well, that's my standard experience. I'm I'm more looking forward to like you know energies and stuff. Like I want to do more events like that. I mean, um, like I know that we talked about if we did another trios, like there would be a standard seat, and I probably would take it. 
I think I'd enjoy that more because at least like I'd be with people that I would be with, even if the format's like not great for me. Yeah. Right. Like, because I think truly, honestly, and standard especially, I think thinking outside the box is is actually hurtful. I think in standard, usually you just play the best deck and probably be successful. Yeah. Like, I was talking to Solano and all them, and they were like, yeah, honestly, if you just wanted kind of a buy into top eight, just play domain. <laughs> like, like, you <laughs> might not win the event, but you'll probably top eight it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's I mean, that's probably right. Like to be fair, like it's just a really good deck that just does the thing. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah, it was mid May is the 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 trios event. It's it, that's like their Sunday event, the Monday or the Saturday, because they have like two ten Ks or whatever. The Saturday is modern, uh, modern, and which would be fine because then we could like just go stay the weekend or something and just do right. And I told buddy about it. He said he might come too. Like. I think the energy series is fun. I wish it would just come a little bit more down south versus where it is. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, we're we're Dallas, so we always have SCGs. We have Hunter Burn. So it's like we're we're kind of blessed, I think, with, with magic events, these big magic events. It's true. Hunter Burn's coming up. Yep. Yep. And uh that'll be fun. Um I think I'm I I will do the the main event, but really I'm two and zero and doing really good at the side events on Sunday, like the smaller <laughs> ones. So I might just like, you know, keep that streak alive or try to at least. We'll see. I, I'm not sure what I, what I'll, I will do. I usually like to play the main event and do a wacky draft. The wench that I'll just like chaos draft, or is it actually like wacky? It, no, they um, usually do kind of wild drafts and stuff. The, the two years ago they did an Amonkhet draft that was pretty fun. Um, I think I just did a regular set last time. What was it? I don't know. I, I like doing their drafts. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like really. I don't really like the chaos stuff, but um, because usually they're just I don't know. Yeah, so the, sometimes the, it feels bad. Yeah, like uh, some of my friends were doing the chaos thing at uh the SCG last one here. And it was like they they gave everybody had at least one. Um, well, th- everyone had one collector booster in their pool, which was interesting. But like some of them were, um, they they had like Dominaria remastered packs, and like like I my friend got beat up by a Ragavan, and uh, I don't know. I, I usually like the more concise, compact draft format that aren't just, you know, wacky, crazy, look look at this card I can play in draft, you know? It's more like, look at this cool synergy I can do that's supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, more, <laughs> that's more my speed when it comes to limited... Yeah, it's so the, right. I think that's a fair sentiment. Yeah, so right now I'm looking. There's only on Sunday. There's only a Pioneer 5K for Magic, and then there's or I guess there's Chaos Sealed at three. La- I mean, last year we had Pioneer, and then we also had Standard because I remember we were kind of going back and forth, like kind of checking on because we had friends in both groups, and Standard was a, a little bit smaller, but. 
that no standard right now. Maybe that will change. Oh yeah, I, I remember the um, the Hunter Burton two years ago. Uh, I had some friends that played in the their main standard event, which was a little bit more than like a regular side event. Um, and I think it fired with like ten people. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but that's how standard was back then. Standard is a lot more popping right now. Hello, right? Bit. Yeah, it's it's kind of being pumped by uh by the RC season. Like yeah, everyone's kind of into it. Yeah, so I'd be I'd be surprised they don't have some standard, but that might be after the RCQ season. So I don't know. I don't know anything. Cool. Um. Well, also this week, uh, we don't have to go too deep in this, but it was the LEC Git event. I think this was like their RC, I, I don't know if this is like RC equivalent, but I know it's like a big event. I've, I saw a lot of people in like the Titan Discord, like all these European players that went to that event, and like Caster and Moniz specifically. Uh, those are pretty good Titan players. They were over there. Bob49 also was over there playing Titan. These are all names to me but you know they're just you know tight players i follow i love bob 49 bob he's great he, yeah he, he's list had three crumbling vestige uh hardware battlements and then the mirror Lage. um but otherwise it was pretty good look at john um but yeah that event uh, i just wanted to go over some data and then we can uh kind of go over that which was the data but i do okay. remember yog had the number one win percentage and it, it after like uh actually it's like four color omnath but the sample size was a little bit smaller so it, i take it a little bit less seriously uh yogmoth had the best win percentage followed by uh living end and rhino so cascade d- both had really strong weekends and then amulet titan was the number four what are your guys thoughts about amulet titan that's what brett that's what brett wants he wants us to talk about amulet that's what brett I always tries to turn his podcast to do an amulet podcast I, I don't think we should. I did them. talk about three un, uh, unknown players, Arcanister, and two unknown players about that they played Amulet. Bob Green yeah. Iron is known, is he? Yeah. What What's he like? What's he known for? Like, is it obviously, Amulet? Obviously, John knows him. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? What What is he? Um, I I know he's like a. I'm almost sub-like. positive John's like his biggest fan too. Uh, I apparently. I'm a day one sub. I, I I didn't know people like I I don't know how how well known he is. I thought he was like more of a kind of a silent amulet gamer but i don't know well man it shows you how much you know of your community apparently so I, well i guess i i don't uh, you know i don't know anything but yeah, it was kind of kind of surpri- i guess like people aren't playing enough chalices uh in this tournament if, if living in and rhinos were just like crushing everything i mean rhinos can beat a chalice pretty pretty fairly yeah yeah like, but yeah, i'm just like even like these would rates are like a hell of an answer like it was a fifty three percent win rate among both of those decks, which was like made me think that it was. I, I don't know how you would not respect either of them. I mean, but they're known good decks. Like Rhinos is like you know people say best deck or whatever. It, it's it is certainly up there, and Living in Still was also like, like I, I will say again, they played like four flame of Manor. No, I I, <laughs> I okay. I, I get that cards have functions that allow them to play through hate pieces, but like, it's like it's played through it pretty well. Like Flamemore just does a lot for their deck that they just didn't have access to before. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't speak for living it as much. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's it's a little it's a little rougher. 
Yeah, like your, your interaction is purely sideboard, unless you want to run a brazen borrower, which I don't know, you might want to, but yeah, most of your interaction for that for hate is in the sideboard, and if you if you expect they're going to be bringing in that, I don't know. From what I've seen, it's just you just want to bring in all of your hate, just like half of your sideboard in, like almost every game. Almost every match, because everybody has Chalice, everybody has uh, Blood Moon, everybody uh, has, well, not everybody, but, you know, Yogg has Soulless Jailer and stuff like that. Uh, the, the hate for Cascade is, you know, it's number one. Every deck has something. Yeah. You know, I was just kind of glancing at this list and this this might be a case of just a small sample size, but I was like looking at the trying to gauge like the f- the four decks that were 1 2 3 and 4 as far as like people playing the deck or matches played was uh it's almost 5, but it was like Teamer, Rhinos, Scam, Yogg, Amulet Titan and is it Marktai were like the top 5 decks. It actually had a little bit more playthrough, but I think their their win rate was was a little bit lower than Amulet. But kind of just going through all these, I'm surprised to see that the number, the deck that kind of performed the best against like this meta game was actually creativity. Uh, like the, of those, if the meta game was those five decks, creativity looks actually really good. But they, you know, there was not a lot of creativity players, so it's small sample size a little bit, but they, the only matchup they were behind in those five was actually Amy the Titan, which, Cole, we've played that match, and maybe it's just our small sample size, but it had a 43% win rate against Amulet. And that's... I mean, it depends, because we, we talked about it. Amulet uh, sometimes just does the nut, and, and creativity can't really do anything about it. Right, and th- these, like, creativity is... I feel like the metagame is not like solidified into like a stock list or whatever. Like we, there's persist version, there's thoughtsies and there's reprieve, which is what you've been kind of championing a champion, championing, whatever, playing a lot of. And then that, and so it's guys. So there, you know, there's builds that kind of skew, uh, you in, in any of these directions, but you know, it had, um, it, 53% against Rhinos, which I thought was a little surprising. Uh, 80% against Scam, which was... We knew it was good, but that's that's a really good uh, win rate. Well, now uh, there are, some of them are playing the Seismic Assault version, and that shit looks crazy. Right. Uh, and Yagma 54, and then Is It Merc had 60% win rate, so like actually looked pretty strong. Like Outside of Rhinos, which is also like mid to high 50% that that seems like a really good deck apparently it just kind of struggles against like the r- the rest of the other category because it's like it it dips pretty hard well when I told Ian because Ian was debating playing creativity the problem that creativity has is it's not good against like the not decks of the format like whenever creativity the data play- proves that yeah yeah whenever uh, creativity plays against like some janky deck or something it struggles like it's it's really good if it go if you're if you're a creativity player and you go into the field you're like I know what these best decks are, and here's my cards that can beat it. You're probably favored, but when you play against like someone on Merfolk or something and you just don't have the right hate for it, you're like, well, shit. <laughs> like hopefully I just drop better. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly what the data represents is 40-ish percent win percent versus like those decks. And these are, you know, these it's creativity, not a huge sample size because it's not a super prominent deck, but it looks like it matches up with what you say, like 30, 40% across like the Domain Zoo, Four Color Omnath, Mono Green Tron, kind of part of the metagame, like the... Yeah. The tier two point five stuff. So yeah, when yeah. it goes to tier one deck deck real good. When it comes but to like it, the tier two stuff, it, it does probably. I think that kind of makes a case for itself though a little bit because like this is always kind of my thought is if you could like if you get to the top of the room with with a high density of these decks and you're good against them, then that makes the deck like to me more interesting. Like if, if you're winning, you'll be at the top tables and. The top the table is getting the through the deck, first two like rounds. That. Is usually yeah, if you, the, the problem. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're in the O two bracket, you you might just be buried in the in the mediocre decks. Yeah, that well, that could certainly be the case. I guess that's all I have for for RC Gint or uh, LEC Gint. I, I, again, I don't know what what type of tournament it is, but it was nice to. It, they had really good coverage, and it was it was really fun to see paper. I, I love watching paper on stream paper mm-hmm. matchups and you know, it was great to see like the, the like yeah the canister ammonies were both on coverage and it was fun to watch them play their decks and i'm like a big i i, I my amulet deck is based on canisters like i made two changes but i might almost just want to just like complete copy pasta his list and just like do that instead it just i i like this his version apparently we are talking amulet but i'm gonna stop right there I told you it's every time. Every time. Okay, cool. Well, that will wrap it up for us this week. Thanks, everyone, for checking us out, and we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Bye.